All right, perfect. Always, always good time to talk Michigan football, hey? Yeah, I, I always make time for it. I talk <laughs> about it pretty much every, every day. Every day, absolutely. Nice. So what? Uh, a lot of my former teammates, and so we're always we're always talking about it. So. Awesome. So you grew up in Minnesota, right? Yep, I grew up in Minnesota, and um, just outside Minneapolis, and then. Uh, Obviously, I'm in Michigan from there, but Minneapolis uh, was a great, uh, I like it back, I'm, I'm actually back here now, finally, for the first time, full-time in 20 years. Oh, very nice. I, I actually lived there for 10 years, right in Dinkytown, so I know the area very well. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, it's changed quite a bit, even, it's changed quite a bit, in just the last couple of years, it's been, uh, it's been cool, cool to see. Definitely. Now, so, growing up in Minnesota, how'd you end up at Michigan, anyway? Um, I actually got, I ended up in Michigan by um, a referee who refereed one of my high school games. Uh, I was playing running back in high school. Um, I was getting lightly recruited as a junior, and then uh, a referee named Rick Kruger, he uh, refed one of my games, and he had a friendship relationships with the Michigan football program um, because he also refed some college games. Uh, so he called... Uh, he called up Lloyd and Terry Malone and said he got to come take a look at this kid, and that's they started recruiting me, and I went up there to take a visit up to Michigan in the summer before my senior year, and was supposed to stop uh, back and visit Northwestern on the way back, but uh, Michigan offered me. I decided to skip the trip on the, yeah. uh, to Northwestern, and then I uh, came back, talked to my dad because just my mom went on the trip with me, and then I, you know, called to call the coaches and told them that I was, you know, 100% committed to going to Michigan. So that was before my uh, my senior year. So I mean, I, I had always grown up a huge Michigan fan. Okay. Um, it's just you know there wasn't there wasn't uh, you know 20 college games on TV when I was growing up. There was you know there was two or three on every, and you didn't really get. To, there wasn't much choice, and Michigan was always on. Exactly, and and they're always they're always good, and the games were always pretty entertaining. You have the Michigan Notre Dame game back in '91 when Desmond made the catch. That's when I really kind of got hooked. And, sure, um, I just love that rivalry, and um, and Notre Notre Dame. I uh, they told me if I wanted a scholarship offer that I had to come to their camp, and I said I don't, I don't want to go to Notre Dame, so I'm not coming to your camp. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, now, uh, Michigan, yeah. Michigan had just won the national championship too, right? As you were, as yeah, you were well, getting ready to go yeah. there. Yep, they had just. They had just. That's what was fun about committing committing early to Michigan. Um, you know, I almost felt like I was kind of part of the team because I had already committed before the '97 season. Okay. So, so just it was. Uh, I didn't commit. You know, the national championship didn't get me to go to Michigan. I had already committed before that season even started. So it was kind of like I was. Yeah, you know, I had a vested interest in cheering them on throughout the whole thing. You know, I'm pretty lucky, lucky to be able to go to the the reigning national champions. Absolutely. Now, I'm sure you have some amazing memories from being there. Uh, lots of different games. You talked about the rivalry with Notre Dame. What do you think is the best game you ever played in there? Oh, um, well, we played in the I played in the clock game. Okay. Okay. That was that was that was wild, a very wild one. Uh, I mean, the most memorable, unfortunately, the most memorable ones that stick around are the losses. And you know, we had right. the, the loss to Notre, 
the loss to Notre Dame in 2002 was, I mean, I, I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> I believe um, it. <laughs> we, we had a whole, you know, we had a safety. Um, we, had, we had gotten a safety. We had a holding in the end zone, so we got a safety. So we had to go for two at the end of the game instead of my touchdown would have been the game-winning touchdown and just growing up in that rivalry at uh, loving it so much it would have meant you know the world to me, let alone being Notre Dame. Um, winning in Columbus was a big one in two thousand. two thousand one. Um, and then I'm trying to think what other. Oh, they have, well, the greatest game I've ever been a part of was the Alabama the Orange Bowl. Oh Alabama. yeah, amazing. Yep, yeah, David Terrell. Yeah, that, that was that was by far my favorite. Uh, my favorite. Uh, memory you know we we had scored right away and then they go down and score pretty quickly and they kick the extra point and you can't really see from the sideline you don't you don't have the right angle to see if the if um he made it or not so we all just kind of assumed he made it and we all just kind of paused and all of a sudden you see the rest say no good and everyone just went crazy i mean you got to look the picture or the video of coach Carr's face is just priceless right right in that game when, when that happened, so that that was a great game. That was an exciting game. I got to that was my second year at Michigan, so my redshirt freshman year. I got to got actually got to play quite a bit in that game, and um, it, it was uh, it was a great it was a great experience and a great uh, you know my first time kind of playing on a really really big stage that wasn't you know Michigan Stadium. Sure, which is a big stage itself, right? <laughs> when you first play there, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, eventually, you know, you practice in there and you get accustomed to it yeah um and then you kind of block all that stuff out and then and the other thing about the orange bowl was a i think it was it was the first night game i ever played in so okay. it was a long it was a long day i think it was an 8 p.m start and it was just a long day and i didn't uh i didn't really know how to react or what to do with the time it was just a different uh sitting around isn't for me and that was kind of nerve-wracking i bet no, uh, you played with Before some. Yeah, you played with some amazing teammates. Who do you think was the craziest teammate you ever had, and uh, who was the most talented teammate you ever played with? The craziest teammate yeah. I ever had. Yeah. On the on the on the field, I'm gonna yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> okay. Um, Is it you? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's probably not me. Um, Norman Hoyer goes by Norman Norman Bobert, Norman Hoyer. Okay. He, uh, Norm went to, uh, he's from Arizona. He came to Michigan. He's a defensive lineman. And, uh, I think he's a year, two years younger than me. I think he's, no, he's a year younger than me. So he was going up against a pretty formidable, um, <clears throat> offensive line, you know, Steve Hutchinson, Mo Williams, and Jeff Backus, and those guys. Yeah. There was, um, pros. You know, and they were always, Norm just kept on getting in fights with them. And then one day, <laughs> Norman and uh, Mo Williams got into it, and they're kind of getting separated. And, Mo, and uh, Norman reached out and grabbed Maurice Williams by the face mask and ripped his face mask off his helmet with one hand. <laughs> what? And I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> it, no one did, and Mo's face was just complete. Like you know, he looked scared as all get out. Like what just happened? I believe that. And. And, uh, I mean, it was crazy. He just grabbed it, and his hands were so strong, he just grabbed it and twisted it sideways, and it came and it popped right off. And, and he ended up doing it one more time, but coaches said, you know, they said, if you do it again, we're going to suspend you because it was taking 
you know, the guy's got to go get a new face mask on and take him out of practice for, <laughs> right. you know, 15, 20 minutes. But it was one of the more memorable moments in, in my in my time in Michigan. It was pretty um, It was pretty funny, and as I got to know Norm a little a little better as the years went on, it all kind of made sense. <laughs> okay. Too bad there wasn't YouTube <laughs> back then. Yeah, I see no, that. God, that would have been. Well, I'm sure <laughs> they, that, they're, they're filming that at Shenback where they, they keep everything. Phil Brown, okay. was, I'm sure he could. <laughs> sure, Phil Brownlee could hunt that down. Funny, <laughs> huh. yeah. And then the the best athlete I ever ever played with could be because Woodson left right before you got there, right? Woodson, Woodson, Woodson was gone. Um, I mean, Marlon Jackson was a phenomenal athlete. Oh yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty pretty freaky. And then um, I played with Will Peterson for a little bit. He was a pretty crazy athlete as well. And he ended up transferring or leaving leaving the school. Um, but Marlon Jackson was definitely when he came in, you could tell he was going to be something something special. And then sure. uh, you know Braylon Braylon turned into quite an athlete as time went on. You know, as he got older, he definitely developed. But yeah. as far as um, just coming in and you know a plug and play player, the first kid that I ever saw was um, was Marlon. Where he came in, you're just like, oh, he's put together. He can you know he he'll be starting by week two or whatever right, so, right. I think he started I think he started week one but he was uh, quite the player and quite the athlete as well and there's a lot of great athletes oh so, yeah going to Michigan I, I, I'm trying to get my attention off the football field and think of guys I played basketball with Jonathan oh. Goodwin Jonathan Goodwin um, the big you know offensive lineman he was a crazy athlete he actually he in our intramural basketball game he shattered the backboard. You know, he's six three, six four, and three hundred and twenty pounds, and jumping up and dunking the ball, and he shattered the backboard, and they had to call call the game. So, so what'd you do? You played intramural of, or what? Basketball? Oh yeah, we had an, we had we had, we had an IM team. My wow, uh, freshman my freshman year, we had uh, we actually ended up beating. I think it was the semifinals. We beat Jason Capster and Tom Brady's team to make the finals, and then we, <laughs> nice. and then we won the finals. We won the finals and. With me, Drew Henson, uh, Dave Terrell, Marquise Walker, um, Goody, Jonathan Goodwin, and and then we had uh, some six eight kid that we knew from the dorms, and then another little crafty guard from the dorms, and then um, Diallo Johnson and Marcus Knight also were on our team. So it was a man. You're pretty. Bring- you're bringing back memories yeah. for me. I'm a huge Michigan fan. You just keep rattling them off, and I keep having memories of yeah. those different guys. Yeah, but hey, you got something one up on uh, Brady then? You did, yeah, we <laughs> you did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> did you think yeah. like now seeing him back then? Did you have any idea he'd turn into what he turned into in the NFL? I, I, I get asked that question a lot, so it's hard to it's hard to explain because at Michigan, like all the quarterbacks are good. Right, you right. Just kind of assume like. You just assume that's how good quarterbacks are. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? And so it's not until I got to the NFL and like noticed, like, God, those guys are really good. They're just as good as all of these guys. Yeah. Or if not better. So it's hard to say that, well, to, to go to Michigan from high school and then, like, not really know what a quarterback, what their level is supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like, right, you can't right. really judge a level because I, I – I had never played with an all-pro quarterback before. Sure. I had only played with a high school quarterback before. Um, Way different. And all I knew was they're a little bit better than my high school quarterback, you know. But and then you get to the when I got to the NFL, then you 
you know, we start realizing a lot of those guys could really throw it, and they were all pretty darn good quarterbacks themselves. But I will say this, I mean, Tom <clears throat> and everyone always talks about it, what we call, you know, just a very catchable ball. Okay. Never, it didn't have too, it didn't have too much spin on it. If you touched it, you were you were going to catch it. So, Enhanced I, I would, I, I would, I would guess that he had very few drop passes in this Okay, year. yeah, I suppose because, because like because of that, like that Drew, Drew Henson threw it hard, right? He must have thrown the hardest of them of the ones that were there. I yeah, bet. Drew, Drew threw Drew threw pretty hard. Yeah, you know, but you know, he also had a had the capability to put some touch on it. But he was he was fire, firing that thing pretty well. Yeah. there. Kastner had. Capster had to get an even bigger arm. So, so uh, you now for you, you talked a little bit about going college to pro for quarterbacks. How about for yourself being drafted in the second round? What was that transition like, college to the NFL for you? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't your typical one. I was pretty much injured right away. I had a, you know, I had a groin injury, and they kind of didn't really know what uh, what it was. They thought it was just a, a groin strain, and I didn't think that was it. <laughs> I yeah. felt like something very different. I ended up getting surgery on my on my groin with a sports hernia, so it wasn't the greatest uh, introduction to the NFL. But as far as um, you know, I'd fast forward a couple years to uh, when I was in Seattle. You know, and I was uh, we were you know running down on kickoffs in a, in a playoff game. Um, so it's that level. You know, it, it's a level from college to NFL. It's pretty. You know, it's a it's a decent jump, but it's not. Um, it's not that. It's not that big of a jump because in the Big Ten, you play against the big guys. You play right. against fast guys. Even in practice, against, at Michigan, at practice. Against, yeah. yeah, you played against second and third round picks, and you know first round picks. But the only difference is every every guy on the other side is, you know, the best of the best. So yeah, no weak there's links. Not a lack, there's, there's not a lack of depth. There's no weak link, but you've gone against those guys. And then, you know, and then I went down to the senior bowl, so I played against every other guy that was a high draft pick. Um, but you want to talk about a, a change of difference from a regular season NFL game to a playoff game. There's a, a, a noticeable difference. Is there? Okay. Of, um, I figured. Of, of intensity and speed and just all-around feel around the game on the field. Um, and I don't know if it's – I really, really enjoy watching play, playoff hockey for that sole reason. Because I'm a hockey fan. So much. Yeah, I'm a hockey fan, yeah, they, too. They, they, they play so much harder and the intensity is just, I mean, it's almost unmatchable. Yeah, it's crazy. In the NHL. So, um, yeah, I mean, talent-wise, it wasn't much of a jump from Michigan to the NFL. It wasn't a huge jump, but there was, you know, there was some guys in the NFL who were like, holy cow, that's an, that's an athlete. <laughs> yeah. or, you know, guys that don't even have to, lift a weight and they're just absolutely shredded and they're just freakish athletes and uh, right. it's uh, it's uh, just a different dif- different level different breed different breed of guys up there yeah some real 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 thoroughbreds you know so I uh, I have to ask you about this year's Michigan team what are your thoughts on them I'm I'm excited I'm always you know extremely optimistic about uh, our teams I like to watch try to watch it as a fan and not a former player because when I watch it as a former player sometimes I get a little I think I I become a little too critical of certain things and okay. I, you know I try I try not to do that um, but I will say that I mean I've, I've seen uh, I'm excited for Shea Patterson I am too that's yeah. for sure I got I got a chance to uh, go to the spring game that was in, inside uh, Glick Fieldhouse I got a chance to watch it and he looks he, he looks fantastic awesome 
Um, Joe Milton looks really, really surprised me. He looks, he looks great. And That's I what coach, I heard. That's know, what I heard. Coach, they're saying nothing but great things about him. So, you know, I think everyone knows that we got to get the, the offensive line issue cleaned up a little bit, and hopefully they're you know another year together, another year older, they'll be a, a much more cohesive unit. Um, you know, get some different coaches. There's, you know, Drevno is now out the door, and uh, I think hope you know maybe be a little more continuity for the for the linemen going forward. Sure. So, I, I, I mean, I would expect. You know, I think obviously the Notre Dame game is going to be the real. Yeah, yeah. We, we got the eye test right away. Yeah, so right off the bat. We have. That's how it always is. We have pretty quick. Yep. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we get a couple, couple easier, easier games. Sometimes, that, yeah. I mean, we got we got a pretty, pretty crappy Florida team last year. Right. Know, thankfully, I don't think we realized. I think we thought we were a little, a little better than, um, than that game actually ended up showing. But at the end of the year, it didn't look like a very great win. No, it didn't. You're right. Yeah, at the start, nobody knew where Florida was. But yeah, exactly. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited now, and I love watching the defense. That defense is just—it's just out of. It's just such a great defense. It's so it fun to watch. And so I, I did a lot of. Uh, I did some film breakdown last year with uh, Michael Spaff, and we, you know, just the stuff that Don Brown does is so smart. So. Just, I mean, coaches on the offensive side have to just be, you know, scared, scared, you know, out of their <laughs> minds sure. the week before facing him. <laughs> he's going to do, he's going to do something to you that you haven't seen, and you aren't going to pick it up, and he's going to hit your quarterback. And I, I think there, there's something, some stat, I can't remember the exact number, but there was like 22 quarterback hits that were like under, like a uh, three tenths of a second or under after the quarterback had thrown the thrown the ball. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So, so yeah. quick. So, so, so I mean, I didn't know, but I mean, it, it, it's three tenths of a second. You know, the difference between twenty two more sacks last year for the Wolverines. So it's just pretty crazy. Yeah. So uh, he did a lot of he did a lot of great stuff. Before I uh, before I let you go, I did some research on you. You have to tell me about your skills at table hockey. Also, curling. Where'd that come from? The, the, table, the table hockey and curling, huh? <laughs> yeah, I saw those. I was like, I got to ask him about that. Well, I, well, table hockey that came that was down in. I perfected my craft <laughs> as a young child here in Minnesota, but I really perfected my craft. I had my craft at Rick's. They used, they used to have one down in the basement in Rick's. In Rick's, so we all got pretty competitive on that. Okay. Uh, I've always been pretty. I've always been pretty good at it, but I did have to after I did post that. I got reminded by. My other buddy, <laughs> and I forgot about it. He actually was the runner-up in the world championship of bubble hockey. <laughs> is that the is that the he correct got, term, bubble hockey? Yeah, he got yeah he got flown out to the Stanley Cup and got to sit in the suite with Wayne Gretzky and everything. Oh, and nice, huge, nice thousands and thousands of people. And I, 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 I will never play him in that. But I guess <laughs> I mean it's just a, it's a sight to see something for you and to the, shoot the, for. The, 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 yeah, right. I don't want to let him. He'll beat me. In, and he was, he's the kind of guy where he would beat me so bad and then never play me again. Uh, okay, just leave it at that for the rest of your life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> nice guy. And then, and then the uh, the curling, my bu- I've always been interested in it. My buddy just wanted to uh, to go try it, and so we went, and I loved it. And then I uh, went again to another, because uh, you have to like take a, take a lesson to be able to use the sheets of ice afterwards. Okay. 
So my uh, a bunch got a couple of my other friends together, and we went and, uh, on a Sunday morning, and we went curling again. And, and it's a, such a great time. And there's, you know, we, uh, you can there's a beautiful restaurant set that kind of set in back that overlooks the curling rinks around here. The communities are buying. Um, the communities are setting up these ice centers and then renting out the the retail space to these restaurants. So it's you know like a bar, right, restaurant, right. and then the cur- curling center. So it's just it's a really good time, and it's you know it's not very expensive, and um, it's, but it's hard to get people to get to take these the the beginner classes because everyone's taking them, to, and then they're like the next one available is until like September now. They're all booked for September. Oh, so. okay. So I have to. I can only go curling with my friends that went to the one class with me. And oh, okay, so I, I got my, you. My 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 buddy and I are going to go this weekend, and we're going to work on our doubles game. Awesome, <laughs> so, man! But it's, hey. it, it, it's 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 a great time, and it's. I mean, I, I've had I haven't had that much fun in, in quite some time. I would encourage anyone to look up their local curling club and try to go do that at least once. Very cool. All right, Benny. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, man. And uh, good luck with everything. Hopefully, we'll talk soon. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.